0: Microphones,
1: Jehovah's Witnesses.
2: Great. <laughs> Today we're talking about <laughs> "Knock at the Cabin," starring uh, Dave Bautista, Jonathan Groff, Ben Aldridge, Nikki Amuka-Bird, Kristen Chu, Abby Quinn, Rupert Grint, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Written by M. Night Shyamalan, Steve Desmond, and Michael Sherman, based on the book "The Cabin at the End of the World" by Paul G. Tremblay. I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. And I'm Connor. And uh, today we are back with my pick for um, recent 2023 releases now available to stream at home. Indeed. And uh, I chose a movie on Peacock, um, and that is Coopcock. M Night Shyamalan's new movie, uh, Knock of the Cabin. Uh, so, uh, real quick, uh, this is CTP revitalized. We Reborn. have this is our fourth episode. Um, so go back and listen to our previous three and our entire back catalog real quick. So but, much. But uh, moving on.
1: Just real quick. Um,
2: just real quick. But um, yeah, so I guess real quick, guys, what are your backgrounds with M. Night Shyamalan? Because he is a very polarizing, very famous uh, director over the last 20, 25 years.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't really seen many of his movies, admittedly. I, I Actually, I think the last one I saw the whole way through that. I know I saw the whole way through was a uh, last airbender. <laughs> um, Oof. yeah, pretty bad. Uh, and I saw that when I was like 11 at a pool in Florida, they were having an outdoor movie night. Um, what a time universal studios anyway. So that was something. Uh, I think, I, I think I've seen signs and, and the sixth sense, but I, 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 I know that I've at least Question seen clips mark? from them. I don't know if I've seen them the whole way through. Uh, yeah i don't know i mean i i kind of knew like uh, about this movie sort of i wanted to read the book before this podcast i went to the new york public library to be like hello i would like one copy of cabin at the end of the world please and they were like we don't have it so i didn't read it but i did research on this after we watched the movie so that's where i'm at in terms of m night and this movie.
1: Me and Mister Knight go back a while. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we, uh, I, I saw Unbreakable when I was a child. Uh, I saw Six Sense, and obviously everybody loves Sixth Sense. Um, then he became bad to the world, I guess. Uh, but I truly never hated him. I don't. I think he is such a. a fun director when it comes to writing his movies directing them i always think there is something uh redeeming about them no matter how bad they are uh i think the happening is one of the worst movies ever made um but but I, it's so fun i also think it's very fun to watch um what else what else has he done oh yeah i liked the village uh when i got that i didn't see airbender just because i was not a Fan, so i didn't really have a reason but once everybody was like he fucked it up he screwed me it's terrible i was like well not seeing that anytime soon uh <laughs> and then i saw old recently the or not recently like, like yeah <laughs> i truly <laughs> loved that movie i don't think it's the best movie ever made but i had such a fun time watching it um and i know people hated it too because it got such split reviews but that's the thing. It's like, who comes up with that idea? And M. Knight walks into <laughs> his room, and he's just like, beach that makes you old. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Write it. Print. Cut. Like, what? Co-pril. That's awesome. That's beach so that great. It was
2: actually based off of a French uh, comic book. Of course it is. A comic book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't an original idea by M. Damn.
1: Uh. Well he's the one that put paper to screen so i gotta give him that <laughs> gotta I mean, give him he that. he changed
2: this book too
0: like the book that this is yeah. based off of so i wouldn't be surprised if some of those ideas were also original
2: i i'm sure some of them are i don't think m night would just make a straight adaptation of anything i, I doubt it have to put his own spin on it um so yeah uh as connor called him mr knight Uh, And I go, I guess, somewhat back. I've seen his last, like, six movies um, and The Happening. I haven't seen Sixth Sense. I haven't seen Unbreakable. I haven't seen Signs. I haven't seen... um, Oh, he did Signs, too.
1: I loved that movie.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think of other... The Village, I haven't seen it. But I have seen uh, Visit. I've seen Split. I've seen Old. I've seen all of his recent movies. Um, Glass sucked. Did not like that movie. (laughs) But um i i enjoyed old and it gave us the best ai meme to come out of this so far um ai meme uh yeah have you seen the the conversation with joe rogan and ben shapiro it's like (laughs) a fake ai video and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i went to the beach that makes you old what yeah it's very funny (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) um, is that similar to like the presidents who play video games yes it is the same presidential
2: discord thing yeah yeah it's very funny, um, but, yeah, and I, you know, I, I liked most most of his movies fine. I think Split's really cool. I think Old is really cool, um, but I, you know, and the, actually, The Visit was a very scary, um, PG-13 horror movie, which there aren't many of those. True. Um, so kudos for that, um, but, yeah, uh, coming into this movie, um it's M. Night, he's going to make his own thing, it's going to be interesting, to say the least, which is why I picked it. I hadn't seen it before I picked it, and I was just like, I know that there is going to be plenty to talk about in an M. Night movie, there's never not. Um, And I think the thing that I respect the most uh, generally about M. Night is not even just that, you know, he's been making movies for 25 years, but in the last 10 or so, he's just been self-funding his own movies, and he kind of just honestly hit the the point that every probably filmmaker wants to get to where they can just self fund their own movies and don't really have to get any studio notes anything like that he just makes the movies that he wants to and then universal distributes them so Pretty good for great. him yeah um, i can respect that yeah good for him um but to this movie like i said hadn't seen it before i picked it didn't know anything about the source material um none of us had right yeah no um but yeah so i guess we'll i'll sight read the plot from wikipedia go it's for very it. long whoever wrote this one is really wanting me to fuck up um and we're gonna get into it and you
1: have to do it seven year old breath Wyn. right
2: yeah <gasps> seven year old when is is vacationing with her father's Eric. no i'm not gonna do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> be pretty False impressive if Castro. you did
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh Seven-year-old Wen is vacationing with her fathers, Eric and Andrew, at a remote cabin in rural Pennsylvania. Because if it's if it's an M night movie, I it's I know be in Pennsylvania. where
1: that is. Brendan grew up in rural Pennsylvania. Me and Ryan both did. Yes, we did.
2: While catching grasshoppers, Wen is approached by a strange man named Leonard. Initially friendly, he explains that he needs Wen and her parents' help to save the world. However, Wen becomes suspicious when three other people appear with makeshift weapons. We Wen flees uh, to warn Eric and Andrew, but the visitors break into the cabin and tie them up. With Eric sustaining a concussion, attempting to fight them, Leonard and his companion, companions Sabrina, Adrian, and Redman, claim that they have never met before this day and have no intention of harming the family. However, in the past week, they have been driven by visions and unknown. In an unknown, mm, there you go. <laughs> they have been driven by visions in an unknown force to find the family. The group foresees an impending apocalypse in which Leonard claims oceans will rise, a pandemic will spread, the sky will fall, and darkness will envelop the earth. The only way to prevent this is for the family to sacrifice one of their own. They are warned that although they will survive the apocalypse, if they do not make a choice, they will be the last people alive. Eric and Andrew suspect that the intruders are lying and that the attack is motivated motivated by hatred and delusion. When the family refuses to make a choice, the intruders sacrifice Redman by covering his head with a cloth and fatally striking him with their weapons. A concussed Eric sees a fatigue. A, mm, there it is. A fatigue figure. Okay. A concussed Eric sees a figure of light as Redman dies. Uh, on television, media report shows a devastating mega tsunamis which Leonard declares is the beginning of the apocalypse. Andrew believes he recognizes Redman as Rory O'Bannon, a man who had been arrested after assaulting Andrew in a bar years prior. Andrew thinks Rory tracked them down for revenge and manipulated the others to go along with the ruse. Leonard, Sabrina, and Adrian question Andrew's assumption and grapple with their guilt, but still hold, hold to their visions. They reveal that Redman's death has unleashed the first judgment of humanity. The next day, the visitors sacrifice Adrian as the family remains indes- indecisive. The disasters continue as a deadly variation of the flu virus, to which children are particularly vulnerable, spreads across the world. Andrew insists the disasters are coincidental and that the intruders are anticipating a pre-scheduled new bro- news broadcast. Andrew escapes and retrieves a gun from his car and shoots Sabrina. Uh, shoots at Sabrina until she flees. He finds Redmond's wallet and proves to Leonard that he was Rory. With their tires slashed, Andrew believes the intruders came in a truck nearby and suggests they use it to escape. As Leonard is being held at gunpoint, Sabrina breaks into the house and is fatally shot by Andrew. Leonard decapitates Sabrina before overpowering Andrew and taking his gun. The broadcast shows spontaneous plane crashes occurring around the world. Realizing their time is nearly over, Leonard leads the family uh, to the back deck as the sky darkens leonard informs them that after his death they will only have a few minutes to make a decision before set uh slitting his own throat upon his death lightning causes fires and more planes to crash eric now believes the events are real and that the intruders represent the four horsemen of the apocalypse not wanting Wen to grow up in a destroyed world eric offers himself as a sacrifice he he reveals that during redmond's sacrifice he saw vision of an older andrew and an adult Wen thriving in the future that prevented prevented the apocalypse Eric feels that the family was chosen to make the sacrifice because their love was so pure. Reluctantly, Andrew shoots and kills Eric before lightning strikes, setting the cabin on fire. Andrew Andrew and Wen find the visitor's truck with belongings that corroborate their stories. They drive to a crowded diner nearby where they watch news reports confirming that the disasters have subsided. Returning to the truck, the radio turns on and plays Bookie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine Band, coincidentally the song that Eric had played for them on their drive to the cabin. They drive off returning to the world. And that is Knock at the Cabin. So,
1: gentlemen, uh, initial thoughts? I didn't hear anything after you said mega tsunamis because aren't tsunamis always mega? Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually like a,
2: a hot link to mega tsunamis, so they must Ooh, be con- what? They must be a technical term.
0: A mega tsunami. Click
2: Pinterest. it. I am. I'm reading it. Go mega down tsunamis. this rabbit hole
0: cocaine Uh, okay ordinary
2: tsunamis are caused by underwater tectonic activity um by contrast mega tsunamis occur when a large amount of material suddenly falls into
1: the water oh Uh. fuck like planes or
2: or it says like a meteor or something like that
1: or Or god god is going in the water if god takes a big old dump in the water it's just then God. Something, then some tsunamis, some mega tsunamis are gonna happen. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh, God didn't flush. <laughs> <laughs> and he caught me masturbating.
0: Oh um, no. Oh
1: no. All right. So uh, Go ahead, Brendan.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie for the most part. I guess, you know, I, I'm not super familiar with m Knight's work but i was sort of expecting a twist or a subversion of expectations and i guess the twist is that there is no twist um you know it's it's all real all, it's true all of it um but you know I, I i i figured out pretty quickly you know i was like oh four people apocalypse four horsemen got it they're even wearing the colors um
1: that's what i was gonna say yeah. That's the th- I thought I was so smart at the beginning of this movie for being like 30 minutes in. I'm like, oh, it's the, oh, four, the horsemen. four Horsemen. And then when I looked it up, it was like red, black, yellow, and pale or whatever. I'm like, oh my God, those are the colors of the horses. They're all wearing the color. I'm so smart. I got this. they said it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, they're the Four Horsemen. I'm like, son of like, a bitch.
0: Did you get it? It's the Four Horsemen. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I also, I went back and I looked for the figure in the light, uh, and it is there, which, which is kind oh, of cool. really Yeah. It's there for like oh, a second. I, t- I
1: thought he would just, I thought he was just saying that and then we'd be like, oh, okay. That's what he saw. Okay. Sure. He was, um, I didn't know you that's know, something we could also see.
0: This, this is a much like the, the ending of this movie. I think it it's not, I like happy endings to movies. I, I think that's fun. Um, but, uh. You know, they changed it a lot from the source material, which, um, you know, I I said before I did research on uh, because in if spoilers for the book, just just in case anyone cares, but when is the one that gets shot? and she dies and then they decide yeah they decide not to kill each other and they're just gonna go walk into the apocalypse and i feel like it's made a lot like more vague as to whether or not like is this real or is this just a weird cult or is this a hate crime Mm, who knows coincidences Um, i haven't read the i haven't read the full book but i'm going to i put the book on hold um so i'm gonna get it from the library i'm gonna read it but you know, I, I thought this was an interesting, interesting concept. I thought, you know, it kind of relates to like Jesus sacrificing himself and Christian ideology. And I thought the, you know, links at like how homophobia is still alive and well in the world um, where well, it was, it was an interesting message. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it.
1: I thought it was such a bummer that of course, when Rupert Grint was like, i'm from medford massachusetts i'm yeah. just a warehouse worker dock worker guy i'm like oh cool he's from boston that's so awesome and then he <laughs> that's where from and then 10 minutes later they're like i remember him he was he was the homophobic guy that threw a beer at us in the bar and i'm like of course he, he, he is fucking damn it why can't the guy from boston be like I was <laughs> just getting Duncan. Like, no, of course he has to be the fucking the the dickhead who's who's yeah. homophobic. Um, no, I I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, it like I enjoyed it, and I knew it was kind of I don't know in the same vein of old, just like that silliness about it. It had it had a an air of silliness, but also could completely happen because i was trying to think to myself what side i would be on in their situation with like if i was one of the gay men who had to make this decision uh would i be um what what's his name the not jonathan groff um is it An- andrew yeah yeah
0: andrew
1: if i was him like he was making all the correct decisions in his mind because if four people came to me and were like dude, if you don't kill yourself for the, the mercy of the world, um, then we're all going to die. And like the apocalypse is coming and I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. Like I would be the same exact way as him. i would be like, stop it. I know you're just religious freaks. Don't you start with me. But when I was watching it, I was like, oh fuck, like this would be a really tough decision for whoever is put on the other end of this. Like how would you know it's for real or not? Um, and just, and to also be like doubting it the entire time, even though you see it like on the TV, you, you'd, you'd want to be like, no, 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 that's that, that's not real. Like that can't be real. Don't, don't, I, I'm not listening to you. I can't, I can't do it. Uh, I think, th- I think all the performances were really great. And, um, oh, what I wanted to add on was about, um, the twist thing. So everybody thinks, or everybody associates M Knight with his twists and that's basically because he had such a great one with sixth sense uh being that like oh bruce willis was actually dead the whole time he thought a little behind the scenes of making that movie he thought that that twist was so easy to recognize he didn't even call it a twist himself he was like Hmm. everybody's gonna know so i'm just gonna like that's just the movie i'm not trying to trick anybody but when it like happened and everybody was tricked, that suddenly became his persona of being like, well now I gotta top that and make a new twist every movie. And so I understood I think my friend also said like there is no twist to this movie, which is kind of the the fun of it. But I don't think there was really a twist in um uh what's the other one? Not old, but um uh Village had a what? twist. Um did split I didn't see split uh okay fuck i'm forgetting the other village had signs uh signs oh happening happening didn't have a twist because it was kind of said in the movie like oh the trees there's something there's gotta be in the trees and then halfway through the movie they realize that it is the trees and not really like the twist Mm -hmm. at the twist at the end if you want to call it's like well shit happens sometimes like i guess bad stuff just happens and we have to deal with it and and nobody knows. Like that's what makes that movie terrible, but um yeah, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed this movie a lot more than The Happening.
2: Um, I too enjoyed this movie a lot more than The Happening. Low bar. <laughs> um Well, actually enjoyed might be the wrong word. I might have enjoyed watching The Happening more. I think this is a much better movie than The Happening. Um I'm kind of middle of the road on this movie i think all the performances are really good um i think this once again proves that dave bautista is probably one of the most underrated actors in hollywood right now just because he's big and buff um and that they don't really give him roles meaty like this very often um and i think he does a really good job with it um i agree not to say that he isn't funny as drax but i'm just i like seeing him um be serious in this movie but like a main character too, not just like his cameo in Blade Runner. Um, Rupert Grint, very good. Jonathan Groff, very good. Ben Aldridge, very good. Or um, Jonathan Groff,
0: our our hometown boy from yes. from where Ryan and I grew up.
2: Yep, nice film. Um, if you want, if you want to Google where he grew up, then you'll Google also uh, where we grew. No, where
0: we you'll know the general area of Pennsylvania where we grew up yep if you Um, give a shit none of us live there now
2: by the way (laughs) (laughs) uh this is this is true um but you know honestly most of it lagged for me i think that my i'll get to my biggest issue of why that is um the tension never really grew for me and i don't know i i nothing in the movie ever really made me think that these weren't the four horsemen of the apocalypse and that this wasn't real, um, because M. Night is very um, open about his religious beliefs. So I don't really, I didn't really question that M. Night would be making a movie about religious fanatics that didn't, that weren't right. So I don't know. For me, that it just, it didn't have a ton of tension, but all the performances were really good, and it was shot well mm-hmm. um but it, i don't know it it kind of lacked it, it it lacked the juice so they say i know what you mean for me it's it's interesting the
0: end the choice element to this movie reminded me a lot of um a certain television show that has been quite popular lately which i won't spoil but lost, lost. Oh. yeah lost <laughs> that's it uh <laughs> the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. Yeah, you know when they have to choose if if they're gonna Which condemn who, they, who, they're who, they're gonna sacrifice. who they're gonna sacrifice, um but you know I I just thought of the kill Marsha, kill that... Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry, I just almost knocked over my computer. Um, that does you know, not affect I, us at all. I, that's true. <laughs> I think that this uh you know this being sort of uh, in the like in in meteor res sort of choice that has been in the zeitgeist the last couple of months uh it has been really interesting you know to see it come up more than once especially just with like you know the c- climate of the real world where a lot of the times you can turn on the news and you'll see shit like oh there's giant tsunamis or uh, like lightning destroying the earth or like planes and you're like yeah that that seems about right like the other the other day I looked on Twitter and they were like, there's a giant asteroid or no, sorry. It was a giant satellite falling towards Earth. And there's like a one in 2000 chance that it like obliterates a city or something. And I was like, yeah, all right. That makes sense. Yeah, that that seems about right where we're at. Um, but don't worry that that time frame has already passed. We did not get obliterated. But uh, as far as I know. Um, but you know i i just
2: think that this is such a maybe it's happening right now maybe one of us oh, have to sacrifice fuck. each
1: these <laughs> asteroids better wait until i'm successful and famous
0: yeah agreed <laughs>
1: uh, can they wait please i need to either get get famous fast or those things need to slow down in the sky because you i need to hold
0: off for a little
1: i am not famous yet
2: <laughs> um anyway um, i just thought it was interesting.
1: Yeah, so I wanna
2: I wanna start basically the whole beginning doesn't really matter until the horsemen show up and like break in. Um it's it's cool. I like the way it's shot with um the close ups on Leonard, which most unrealistic thing
1: about this movie is that someone who looks like Dave Bautista is named Leonard. Um I love that. I love that part of the movie that he is just a normal dude name like Leonard.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um the last time we saw a Lenny this big was in Of Mice and Men. So the
2: the companions, as they are called, uh, show up with Leonard. They Got immediately cool knock out, uh, with, the, with the makeshift weapons, knock out um, Eric. And I guess a, an interesting little twist that they put in it is that he concusses himself right away. So he is the person that starts to believe but also the person that has brain damage and recent True. brain damage so there's a
1: nice little dichotomy there that i like um the before we move past it i just wanted to bring up how good that first scene is though between mm. dave bautista and uh what's her name kristen when Ch- yeah but what's her uh, real yeah. name to give her actual like credit <laughs> yes
2: the kristen Chu.
1: kristen Chu, okay um both of them, I think, I think that's
2: she was C U I. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I saw when I saw this girl acting, I was like, "This, this is kid acting. This Good is job. not children of the corn shit." <laughs> There's a reason she's in the M Night movie, and none of those other kids are. Um, they Truth. like you. She... Watch your mouth.
2: They tried their best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare! Don't you dare!
2: What the I, frick, guys?
1: What I... the f? Um, she was so good. And Dave Bautista talking back, like with that whole interaction at the beginning, mm. they did so well. And I learned that M night wanted to cast Dave Bautista by seeing him in, uh, Blade Runner, which oh, I thought was cool. pretty cool because he was like, I need some, but I need a big man who is also capable of showing that type of, of emotion and he's the like, Rock. oh shit, who was that? Who was that guy in, in Blade Runner? And then they got him.
0: That's pretty cool. I like that Dave Bautista is getting more like serious acting roles and people aren't just like, he's
1: Drax. He was in the WWE. Um, he was also you know, you know, in the, the escape plan series with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Sylvester Stallone. I have no um, idea what you, is. you don't need to see it. You don't need to see these movies, but he was in the second <laughs> and third installments of them. And, it, they're, they're terrible movies but he's obviously it was like a paycheck for him uh sure. but that's just another Good thing that i've seen him
0: in. <laughs> i think you know going back to this initial scene where she's like catching the grasshoppers and the grasshoppers come up as sort of symbolism later and and are inherently symbolism of themselves i mean if you look back to like the like the the plagues that moses unleashed uh on the pharaoh locusts were like the first one i believe um i gotta go back to Sunday school. Um, you know, and so to have like all these grasshoppers shown, uh, like before the start of the apocalypse, I think is, is, you know, sort of a a nice clue into where we're at, but also, you know, they say like, oh, you don't like, you don't want to rile them up, you know, like you don't want to scare them, like just put them in the jar and they'll, they'll stay put if you make them feel safe. Um, and I think, you know, the failing of the four horsemen to sort of do that, uh, is, is really interesting later because it, it shows you just how like terrified and flighty these people can be
1: that was such a cool motif uh specifically the shot when they have the the grasshoppers still outside in the jar and mm. they like zoom out from the house and then zoom directly in on the grasshoppers and you can see the house in the background and you get that yeah. like oh shit it's the same thing that was so, like, Levels. when I when that hit me, I was like, Shh, damn it, I love movies. <laughs> like, that's that's when you do a movie good.
2: This is cinema. I think
1: I just get stuck
2: on certain things, because some there are some movies where, like, that would work really well for me, that, like, idea, and then there are other times when I'm watching a movie and I'm just like, yeah, I fucking get it. Come on. Like, okay. you're you're making the parallel. And for some reason, it just didn't work for me in this movie, where it's, like, it's fine, but it wasn't, like, any, like, Oh, like the catching the grasshoppers is like what the four horsemen need to do with the like the family. Like it just feels like, yeah, like that that's 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 cool, but it's not sure. like symbolism. It doesn't it didn't add like a ton to me. It seems like this movie did a lot more for you guys than it did for me. it uh, just as
1: like a in a similar vein, uh that I think saying out loud, they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I'm like, yeah, yeah i know we got it i I mean i guess there
0: could be like a really dumb person in the movie that's just like oh my god i didn't realize until right now
1: but it seems that eric was not that person it seems jonathan groff's character was not the guy who should have been like i get it now they're the four horsemen it's like okay we get we got like they're wearing the right shirts like we we see it
2: yeah. And, like, even throughout the film to that – once Eric gets to that point, it never really even hit for me that, like, he got to that point throughout the movie that he would be like, no, we <laughs> yeah, need to yeah. die. <laughs> like, they – like, I like Jonathan Groff and he is good in this movie, but I feel like there's not – maybe it's a lacking of the script. I don't know. It just didn't – by the time it got to that point, I'm like, you didn't go through enough for where you – to be like, oh, this was a hate crime. Oh no, okay, I actually do need to die.
1: True, I, I yeah, that arc did not that. sell for me. I am severely
0: the,
2: concussed.
1: The other thing about the four horsemen too, I was looking up each horseman, like the the color of the horse. I'm like, this is really cool, and just like seeing each character, like the the nature, the nurture, the uh, communication thing, um, and which mm-hmm. horse each represented, like the war, and when I read about the black horse, which was uh the the younger girl, um, she's a chef in the movie and mm-hmm. so she cooks for everybody, I thought when I when I read into the, the Wikipedia of it, they said that uh the black horse stood for like famine. And I thought yeah. that's awesome. Huh. That's such a cool yeah, that's play cool. on it. Cause they it's only mentioned like the nurturing aspect of it, but I was like, but there's the famine portion too. And she's a fucking chef. That's so cool. Well,
0: they, what, what it is, is they're the inverses of like what the actual things are. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? So uh, the only one that that kind of doesn't apply to is like war and malice. They're sort of yeah, the same because thing. He is. Um, but like, you know, she's uh, what's, what's Sabrina is, is a nurse, but she's also plague. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's doing the oh, okay. opposite of it. And um, uh, uh, Dave, Dave Batista Leonard is is leadership or guidance or whatever, but he's deaf. And so, like, it's sort of sort of the end of
2: any kind of guidance that you could have. Oh, okay. um, I that was I like that reversal go. that that's that's a little bit that I didn't catch. I like that. That's yeah. cool. Um, and, and I think all four of these actors do a, a really good job um i haven't seen rupert grint in much other than harry potter i'm not gonna like nothing else comes to mind i know he was in the m night tv
1: show he was in an ed sheeran
0: music video good for him
1: they do look similar (laughs) Um, i was about to say he could just be ed sheeran in the music video
0: (laughs) i believe he was an ed sheeran double
1: oh yeah i was gonna
2: say that would that would make sense to me um, all of that makes sense, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I don't think I've seen him in much. No. Um, but I think he's really good in this. Uh, he's not in it for very much. Yeah, he does a great but... job.
1: But I think the way they advertised it was super misleading. When they were like, "Look at who's here! It's got, we it's got Rupert, Rupert, we got Ron," and we're like, "Oh shit! Well, there's Ron!" And then he's like, "Hi, I'm here for 15 minutes," and then they're gonna and kill me. I I'm like, "Whoa! Beheaded. What?
0: All right."
1: I mean, That was crazy. Yeah. I I Subversion I, I of to be in more, but yeah, yeah, and I didn't yeah. mind it. I didn't mind that they were that they did that. Also, no, the, I didn't mind the, that he died. The nurse, um, the the black Sabrina, woman, she yeah. she is in old. Oh oh yes, yeah, she is. I recognized. Yeah, her. I, I was like, Oh, the... isn't she in the other M Night movie? And she was.
2: Yeah, no, she was the um, she was one of the, she was one of the couple of like, yeah. she was a doctor. And she had seizures, I think. Or she something was married like that. to yeah. the
1: Asian guy who was from Saw. If we didn't... Right. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yes. I don't um, know his name, but I remember he gets shot in the head in the first Saw movie. <laughs> oof. Spoilers. Um but <laughs> Yeah, Where's from twenty years uh, ago.
2: <laughs> yes, spoilers for the movie from twenty years ago. Same with the uh the success spoiler yeah. we just had. Um but uh I guess this is where we get the introduction, also of the idea that they recognized Rupert Grant right when they're like killing him. They're like, "Oh, yeah. wasn't that the guy that beat beat you up?" So I, I guess, I don't know. the The question that I have with this is, why didn't they recognize him sooner if they did go to court? Like, if like he got arrested and went to jail, so they probably had to go to court for that. So hmm. you would, I feel like you would recognize that person pretty quickly, probably, um, even if
0: he shaves beard
2: yeah like i don't know it just it seemed like it took a while i feel like if if somebody committed a hate crime against you and then you took them to court and they went to jail you'd probably recognize that person pretty quickly oh i didn't even catch Um, that they said that (laughs) um yeah no they, they they say that he went to jail for it too so i don't know either that or they didn't testify and in which case it was just somebody hitting you over the back of the head, in which case you wouldn't recognize them ever. You wouldn't recognize so them, like f- Yeah, like, it was either, like, it feels like it's two ends of the extreme. Like, you either recognize the dude because you put him in jail, mm-hmm. or that you that process didn't involve you for some reason, and you, you don't, don't know, know what he looks all. like at all. Sure. Yeah, so it feel, feels like a weird, that thing that, just because, I mean, I mean you know... I get why, because it's a movie and you have to write it a certain way, but, like...
0: Well, they say, they also say, it like, I mean, like, if you, you, we never see his face in the flashbacks, right? Like, we never, like, actually see him. We just, I don't
2: think so. We
0: just sort of see, like, a big bushy beard and, and like, a trucker hat. Red hair. And red hair. Uh, and so, like, I guess I could, like, theoretically believe that, like, it, cause I think there's a drop line in there or something about, like, oh, he's lost some weight, you know, and he shaved his beard, but it's him. Um, mm-hmm. I, like if someone introduces you like, you know, if you haven't seen them in a couple years and they've completely like they've shaved off their beard that you like was the only thing you ever seen them and they've lost some weight, like maybe you wouldn't recognize them immediately. Um, I, I feel like it didn't take that long after he died for them to be like, oh, OK, yeah, this is this is the guy. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I didn't find it like totally unbelievable. I could see like potentially, you know, needing a little less time to, to figure it out. And that, it, but they had to wait until he died.
2: So like, yeah, this is a nitpick, but you know, I think the, the real thing that this brings up is whether or not, um, this is a hate crime, right? Like delusion because of Redmond slash Rory's, you know, history with these people. Which, I don't know, I never, again, I never really thought it wasn't true. I always thought that this was a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Did you, did this feel like a, a tension point for you guys? Did you think, like, oh, maybe this is just all because of him? But if that was the case, why was he the first one to kill himself?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that That was sort of the question, is, like, you know, maybe he, like, belonged to, like, you know, after he went to jail, he found this, like, death cult or whatever you know crazy conspiracy mind um it, it, you know it I, I i thought that it was possible but like him not living through it to like see them suffer you know which which feels like the point of a hate crime not to psychoanalyze a hate crime too much but you know i, I could see it not making too much sense
2: i agree yeah, there. I, I don't think I don't think he would be the first one to go if that was like going to be a thing.
0: I did think it was interesting though how they sort of like, you know, I guess God in this situation brought someone back from their past that like had done this terrible thing to them. Like at a lot of it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's interesting is so the conceit of the sacrifice is that God wants these people to make this sacrifice. But I, you know, I, so the conceit of this is that God wants these people to make the sacrifice, right? But it just seems like he puts so many obstacles in their way. If if truly, like, God is the one orchestrating all of this, which it seems like, given the ending of the film, he is. You know, but you brought someone back that committed a hate crime against these people to try and convince them to sacrifice their lives, Like that just doesn't seem very to ins- con- ins- like to
2: put doubt, but for what reason?
0: Well, like, I, I don't know if it's just like the, you got to believe, but it's like, these people weren't believers in the fr- like, I guess Jonathan Groff had some belief and that's ultimately what killed him. Like we see hints of that in, in his flashbacks. um, But like, you know, I, I mean, it, it just doesn't seem to me like, you know, Andrew or when like, it doesn't, It doesn't appear that they're raising when religious, but like, why would the other two of them, you know, believe that? Like, what, what, what? Like, why would they care about any like doubt, you know, or or shit like that? Like, they, they are those two at least already don't believe in God, and they've, you know, as a whole have been like fucked over their whole lives, like. I just don't really see it being like you know they, they they do say later on they're like it's because our like love for our family was so pure and it's like so God wanted to fuck that up is what I'm hearing, like
1: yeah. Well, Brendan, do you remember the Bible where it says uh, gay people are bad?
0: Uh, but that's been misinterpreted. Fuck well, you, Christianity.
1: Seems like M Knight made a mistake and he made an oopsie whoopsie. Gay people are bad to M. Night Shyamalan.
0: Apparently. I think I Shyamalan think this was honestly.
1: Movie. Uh
2: don't take that out. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't either. Um I don't think I, so. I, Allegedly. I, it, it it comes it, it does this movie does bring up that question though. It's like was why is this the way M Night wanted to go with it? Because it does then make it that God chose this family and this couple to suffer and one of them to die and m Knight tries to say in the movie like oh it's a coincidence that it's a gay couple and it's oh it's because their love is so pure but it does it does feel like like back treading a little bit like oh this is the situation we're putting everybody in and this is because of the end of the movie what it's going to be and then it's like oh but it's because it's so pure it's not because of anything
1: that they're gay hey but remember they did trick the adoption agency into thinking that it was a man and a woman adopting the baby so god could have gotten the wrong information and been like okay cool we got this man woman and little asian baby let's go fuck them up but then when it (laughs) turned out to be this is god talking not me yeah and then when (laughs) wait maybe god can come on the podcast yeah, when they found out that it was two gay guys, it, God was like, "Oh, this is going to look so bad for me." No, 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 no. I didn't mean I didn't mean it <laughs> oh, for to these gay guys. Oh, I really shit. fucked
0: up. I really goobered it up here. I really sorry.
1: goobered this one, guys. Oh, my bad.
0: Oh, sorry. The sorry. PR wise this is going to look This really is going to look terrible. The angels <laughs> oh, are going to no. have a fit. Oh, I fucked up. Um, All right, put the voice filter over that in post. The lids are going to
1: hate me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another, another bit of this movie, like, just, I guess, like, my own baggage in it is, like, one of the things is that a pandemic is sp- going to spread. Yeah. And, like, bro, we just got out of that. or like, And we still kind of are in it or are always going to kind of be in it for a long fucking time. Like, I don't know. Did, did that need to be one of your pl- pand- uh, apocalypse things like and that's the thing felt like a lot like come on dude you know
0: like i guess like plague sort of represented like the horsemen in in a way and i i know that's a thing in the bible is that they were like oh it's gonna kill all the like firstborn sons or whatever so that's why it was like oh a plague targeting children it's you know back to this biblical plague thing but like there were other plagues other plagues did happen within the bible so like (laughs) you know you could have you could have changed that. You changed the whole fucking... Like, M. Night, you changed the whole fucking ending to this book. Like, I don't even... I, I haven't read the book yet, so I don't remember if there, there was a plague within the book. I just remember those spoilery things that I talked about earlier. But, like, you know... It, Change it. Like there are other things and like other things that could be showcased on the news that like, you know, from, from those biblical plagues, I, I I just don't think we needed it. You know, it was, I feel like that was probably traumatic for a lot of people that lost family members due to COVID. And it, you know, it, I, I don't think that we're at the point now that we need to be making statement pieces that like include like similar things or like disease, or, you know, I don't know. It's not like a, a tweet that I saw like during you, the height of the pandemic was like, if you are writing a play about COVID, stop. And I think that applies to, you know, just like inclusions in other art forms. It's like that we don't need to address this. Like people have suffered enough.
2: Like in the end, it's like, oh, these gay people have to sacrifice themselves. And if they don't, then they're going to be the reason that this plague happens. Just like when there's been like, it's just it's messy. Like, the, the the messaging of the movie, I don't think that M. Night was going for it, but just because that wasn't his intention doesn't mean that that's how it came out. Like, they, a gay couple had to kill each other in order to stop a flu-like plague. Like, it's just, like, really? That's what, that's what we're doing right now? That is what we're doing right now? Yeah, in the book, okay. it was bird flu. I just checked. It, yeah, and even then, like you said, he changed the entirety... Of the ending, so why not change it to something, some other sort of fun disaster, like a mega tsunami? Could
0: have been water turns to blood, uh, you know, gnats, amphibians,
2: um... It could have been, like, Jurassic World Dominion, it could have been the locusts.
0: It could have. I mean, like, and you showed the locusts earlier, so just replace it with that. Like, why are there so many grasshoppers here? Oh my god, now there's a locust plague or something. Um, darkness is apparently also one of the plagues, so... Sure. Which was supposed to be the, um,
2: the planes falling, right?
0: I, well, there was a raining fire from the sky is, like, another one of the planes, so I think that was, like, the planes and the lightning was sort of...
1: Oh my god, I I can't believe Adele set fire to the rain just for this movie. God damn it, Adele.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, and there's 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 this doubt that's put in in their minds also with the the news programs, um, which I think is actually a, a clever uh, dichotomy to put in. Like, oh, this seems like it was before, but we don't really know for sure. Like, they, how much did they have this preplanned? Like, did they just channel this in is it
0: AI? That
2: yeah, that raised good that that raised good tension, I think. But I think my other big issue with this movie beyond um the messiness of the messaging of it being real is i really didn't need these flashbacks i think it completely broke up the tension every time we got a flashback it was like tension tension ten, tension 10 years before flashback i didn't yeah. need to see rupert grint hitting and <laughs> i believe you i didn't yeah <laughs> like, oh, i, I, I didn't see that I didn't need to see that. I didn't need to see them adopting. When like I didn't need those scenes. Well, it's at all. It's interesting. Floyd, uh, Floyd Just broke it up. Floyd
0: and I watched this movie together, and we were. I, I was saying to you, um, that like I think that this would be really interesting as like a stage show. Like I think that like if mm-hmm. you had like a like closed set and you did it like. Like, even even if they had filmed this movie like Rope, you know, where there's, like, very minimal cuts mm-hmm. or, and things like that. And, and you're just doing everything, yeah! like, all everything everywhere all at once. I think that that, like, would have kept the tension up so much more. Because it plateaus in the middle of this movie. Like, I, I the danger is gone. Like, and also, like, I don't, you know, I, I when I read the book, I'm sure I'll have more context on this. But, like, this should have happened all in one day. Like this this should have happened all in one day if you yeah. want. Like no, we're not going to bed. Fucking what's her name isn't making when breakfast. Like have it all happen in one day. Condense it a little more. Take like ten minutes off your runtime. Like, you know, and and you're building the tension. Like we don't need to we don't need to, you know, plateau and do all this shit with the flashbacks. I appreciated the context, but like you also could have given that context other ways, I think, you know, like even just like a conversation or something like, you know, I- I'm sure if it was on stage, it would be like a monologue or something. You know, you can still do that in film, like if just like having the right characters ac- uh, ask the right questions. But yeah, it, uh, there, there was a lot of lost tension for me towards the middle of this film.
1: I just realized yeah. having you said uh, everything everywhere all at once and uh, rope in the same sentence. Uh, those movies i think Good are movies. exact opposites of each other they are great movies but they are exact opposites in the way that rope happens in one room and it happens to like 10 white people uh <laughs> and it is like 85 minutes long and everything everywhere all at once everywhere every everything everywhere all at once takes place in multiple locations is very colorful has multiple people of color and is about 135 minutes. So uh, I think that was pretty funny. That's just a little side there.
0: Yeah, I wasn't comparing them, but I see what you're saying.
1: No, I know, but you said them in the same way and I said that's funny because they are they're very they're both very good. and uh, similarly, I I mean, I love rope as you as you two know and I just love movies where it happens in one spot uh i love like bottle a bottle
0: episode yeah
1: yeah yeah a bottle episode but it's a movie um and this this scratched that itch in that way uh but i also agree with you that it could have been cool to see it happen in one day rather than over over the course and if they try to do it like fucking uh without like very minimal cuts like that'd be that would have been cool too
0: Mm -hmm.
2: well and that's my point like it even more than just keeping it in one day, keeping it in one room, I think is even more important. Like I, the tension, yes, you're right, is broken up by going to bed, but it is even more broken up, I think, by having, it it leave that room. Like what what are you doing leaving that room? The tension goes through the roof if the only thing you know, as an audience member, is what's happening there and what they are all seeing on the TV. Mm-hmm. Like that isolates you so much more with the characters, and I feel like it's just such a, like an obvious like thing to to have like like if you're if you're making this movie why are you leaving the room that is the whole point that you are stuck in the room with the characters so why are you leaving there right it just it felt like a very obvious choice that they missed I don't know that and like we're not missed they made that decision they made they that actively conscious decision
0: made the decision I, and you know I think that like having the one time when they leave the cabin be like to go get the gun you know I think that, that still like ratchets up the tension. Uh, a lot and you know even you know coming back to the cabin after that and having the end of the movie play out um you know i i think that that would have increased the tension tenfold if that had been the route that they went but alas they did not
1: alas we do not i also didn't think they needed a gun
2: Hmm. yeah
1: i think it kind of changed the the tension for me just because it's like okay great now we have a gun it's like yeah. things can things can easily take a turn for the worse but i mean it's it just the tides of not control. yeah but if you just don't, in control. Control. Yeah, you just don't like include the, like, a gun me. i don't know so many movies include like that one like g- moment of like uh oh there's a gun now so no, like there's a gun. things things are going to get a little crazy it's like we but can do out. crazy a little different in each movie we don't have to it mm-hmm. doesn't have to always be like aha the gay guy has a gun now it's like whoa tides tides have changed
0: hmm. i
1: there's there's only a few more things that i want
2: to get to I, there are plenty more if, if you gentlemen want to but so the, the deaths of the other three doesn't really impact me that much because it is the same issue that I had with Children of the Corn. They all happened off screen. Like, as soon as uh, Rory, which we learned his real name is, is about to get killed, they just cut to the outside and we don't see anything. Um, and then basically just, like, throw a blanket over and pick him up and go out. Like, why is this even rated R? Like, we don't see anything. Um, yeah, that's Leonard a himself. I didn't himself. know it was rated R. Yeah, Leonard killing himself was kind of intense. Yeah. Because he just pulls out a box cutter or a knife or whatever and just cuts his own throat. That was a good scene. I just don't understand why M. Knight didn't show us the kills. It's not because he didn't have the money. Sure. It's not because, like, the Children of the Corn reasons. Like, he could have. Um, I don't
0: know. I, I think it kind of goes back to the, you know, anything that you can come up with in your mind is scarier than what's actually on screen a little bit.
2: But, like... It's not, though. It's just people getting whacked with a ch- with a like just getting executed some yeah when you early. see I the four
1: when you see the four like tools that they are all carrying around and they're standing around the one person who's going to use the tools on, who they're going to use the tools on your imagination kind of goes out the window because you're like oh they're going to use all these tools and that's it
0: yeah i mean yeah, so and that's oh sorry yeah go ahead floyd i have another point that i'm going to transition to
2: that's that's part of the fear of the, and the tension of the movie, too, is that, like, oh, my God, these people showed up, and now they're just fucking killing themselves in front of you. Yeah. And you're just, like, as the audience member, trying to relate to these people, but he cuts you away every time when you're getting close to these people and distances yourself, distances the audience from these characters, which you should be trying to get them closer to their same emotions.
0: I think that um sort of going along with this, like, not showing aspect of of some of the horror elements is i i did appreciate that they didn't show us the visions um you know like the the lead-ups i i appreciate that there wasn't like a cut of them like laying in bed and like oh like fucking revenge of the sith style like oh sits up sweaty sits up sweaty (laughs) oh my god people screaming the sky is burning um i did like though that when they started talking about the visions that tie back to the opening credits where they showed like the notepads and the drawings of all of these terrible things and i was like okay those like obviously those are the visions that's what they saw um and probably what they were sharing on these forms to be like Hey, we found each other <laughs> and I made a weapon, mm-hmm. but I thought that that was, you know, a lot, uh, it was, it was a lot more eerie. Cause you know, it was like, it, I think it, that's an, another thing is that like, I really wish they'd kept this movie ambiguous because like, you know, I, I, it could have been like a, were they really having these visions or, you know, where, was it all just them having a collective delusion? Like they were talking about, um, and I think the fact that we'd sort of get definitive proof at the end that it was like, and all of the tragedies have stopped was like, oh, okay. So yeah, that, that all did actually happen. There's, there's no, no mystique and no, no real reason to talk about this movie for years to come. I HO. And, and that's,
2: that's, that's my issue. I think it just, it, the, the, yeah, all of it gets cut. And then like the interesting, everything interesting about the movie Kind of just subsides by the end, and you're just like, oh, okay. So it was just it was just that. Yeah. It just was what it was. just was, was and, exactly what they said. And I don't know. I feel like I am being more negative than I thought I was going to be, because I didn't hate watching this movie. I just think once I'm talking about it, it's just like I, I, there are just annoying things, like little things about it that make it, I think, a lot worse. Yeah,
0: you start thinking about it, and you're like, why did they do that?
1: I think uh a commonality between these M Night movies is that they never they never stick the landing like you want them to because mm-hmm. the like that's how i felt with old that's how i felt with signs that's how i felt with this cuz it felt i mean now that you're making that point i realized it wasn't really i i wasn't fulfilled at the end it was kind of like i was kind of hoping like oh man i hope they make it out because i was I did cry I did like tear up at the at the thought of the the daughter and the dad in the future and how they mm-hmm. made him mm-hmm. look older and they got uh a woman to to be when when she grew up and I was like that's so sweet oh man no they're gonna kill Jonathan Groff because he knows that they can have a beautiful like they can grow up and everything's gonna be happy again uh that that got me but in that same vein like the ending was just okay and it's done and we're here similar to the happening which i think this ending was 10 times better than the happening because all that happened in the happening was well shit like this just happens sometimes and we don't know what to say about it and i'm like so your twist ending is that it just shit happens like that's like like oopsie Weather got a little happens. crazy. <laughs> and I, like, I'm like i watching the movie to get an answer, to get a reason. And you're going to tell me like, well, oh, we don't know.
2: And like, we that too? sucks.
1: And like in old, the ending there was just kind of, okay, well, we we found out what was doing this the whole time. And then that was just kind of it. Like there wasn't really something to grab onto. It was just kind of like, well, and we're done. There you go pretty like much. i got to see people get old and i mean that's why i like the movie because i did get to see that i got to see people get old on a beach um really fast which is my favorite subgenre of movie but uh <laughs> what? I, that, exactly but it was it was just weird like the ending seemed just kind of thrown together uh to be like aha see what we're doing there i'm like yeah i, I see it but i don't get it and i don't understand why but
2: all right, then let's uh, let's go to uh, final flots and ratings then for knock at the cabin, Brendan.
0: Yeah, I thought that this was it was it was a fine movie. I you know I I enjoyed watching it. I thought some of the like cinematography was creative. I I enjoyed some of the motifs that they brought. Um, you know, after doing some more research on it and thinking about it a little more, I'm a little disappointed just with how they chose to approach this material, because I think that there are so many things that they could have done just to improve the general quality of it. Um, but, you know, it was, it was fine for what it was, you know, taking the source material out of it, you know, not, not every book based or not every movie based on a book has to be 100% faithful to the source material or um, is even going to, End the same way apparently um and i'm I'm sure that the book fans of this movie were probably pretty disappointed uh with how this movie ended uh' cause it's a lot i i guess you know more optimistic than than the ending of of knock the cabin in which you know they don't like when dies they don't kill each other they just go off and they're like fuck it fuck you um and that's that's sort of it but like I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed some of the hidden things. Like I enjoyed seeing the figure when, when Renfield is about to die. Um, You know, going back and looking for that was, was kind of cool. Um, But it's Redman, not Redman. Sorry. By the thinking way. about Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, Redman. Um, but um, I don't know. I feel like this movie really wanted to be the kind of movie that people would talk about and like analyze for years. You know, I feel like that's, that's sort of what, what M night was going for here. He was like, people are going to be like looking for all my secrets and all of my, my hidden things. But like the, the plateauing of, of the, the tension and the, you know, sort of simple way that they wrapped up the story. Like, okay. Yep. It's uh, everything's okay. Now. Like I, I think just killed any chance of that. And while I did enjoy it, I probably won't come back to this movie for a while. Um, I, I was thinking B plus before we started. I'm gonna go with a stone cold B. I think that's where about where this, this sits for me at this point.
1: Cool. I'm gonna say the same. Um for similar reasons. Uh I think this is a B in my book. Um the acting was great. The story was followable and entertaining. Uh, but I think there were just a lot of pieces that could have been better could have been punched up a little more and like i think it was a really good movie that just needed like screws tightened like it just needed the pieces of it to be a little tighter um but everything that i care about in a movie was was done well uh so it is not it is not a bad movie i i suggest people watch it because it could be like your, it could it could be better for people, it could be worse, but I think uh seeing it is just was just an enjoyable experience. So I say B. Yeah,
2: um, I feel like I was pretty negative on this podcast, which comes across probably that I didn't like this movie a lot. I think this movie's fine. I think the performances are really good, um, across the board. There's n- there's not really a performance that I have any issues with. Um, some of the cinematography is very good. very good to look at. um not especially for not a very expensive movie. I think he spent like twenty million on this. um very reasonably budget budgeted. But yeah, my issues overall are the issues that I talked about on this podcast that he cuts away from the tension every time he tries to build it up and completely changes you know the messaging of the of the story by having it be real. At the end and having Eric die um, completely takes the concept from the book, but then completely, I guess, changes the meaning of the book and the messaging it was trying to make. So in the end, I think this movie is fine. I'm going to give it a C, um, which is the highest grade that we have that is still a negative review. I think that is that is perfect for me, where I think this is the top end of of a movie that I don't recommend um ultimately even though it's on peacock so i mean it's only an hour and 40 minutes it's on peacock if you have peacock it's not going to be the end of the world um like like the movie's <laughs> not the end of the world um but yeah so i'm gonna give it a c i think this movie's fine and i probably won't think about it again for a while
0: that brings us to an average of a b minus um Ooh. so
2: yes next week we are finishing up this little cycle of reviews with Brendan's pick. Brendan, what are we reviewing next week?
0: 65 with Adam Driver. Um, the Dino the Movie. The Dino Movie. Dino Wick. Um, back to Dino Hatton. Back to Dino Hatton. Dino yeah, we, we all watched this movie together the other day. Um, so uh, we kind of know each other's thoughts, I think. Uh, but it'll still be an interesting conversation. And you'll probably learn something, too. So get ready for that.
2: Yes, and then after that, we have uh, the biggest series that we've ever done. <laughs> I'm very excited to announce that we will be reviewing the two book club movies following that. Yeah! Uh, I know, everyone's favorite Wine Mom movies. Uh, we will be covering both of them uh, and hopefully having our um our, our greatest films we've ever reviewed. Uh, and we've reviewed Citizen Kane on this podcast, Correct. so... Um, so I'm sure they will be even better. So yeah, we're going to be doing 65 and then book club and then we will keep moving on there. We have a pretty solid schedule, even really through the end of the year that we like. Um, but I think for right now, we'll just we'll keep it at by the end of the May, of the month of May. We'll be through these picks and through the two book book club movies. So, Brendan, do you want to tell the people about the other shows on our feed and Absolutely. the other stuff you do?
0: Absolutely, I do. Uh, so we recently brought back the Cinema Talk podcast, uh, but we have a massive backlog of podcasts that will hopefully make a reappearance someday. Uh, we've got Stop, Wait, What? Our improv comedy advice show. Back in Style, uh, Matt and Logan's episodic review of Twin Peaks. I believe they are, you know, starting the return when last they left off, but hopefully that'll come back and, uh, they'll have some new episodes of that for you. Twisted Mug My Mysteries, your one-stop shop for everything spooky and occult octo island our star wars podcast i might play that our video game review podcast the ctp movie journal matt and ryan's short form movie review podcast um and whatever the podcast about everything it's also a youtube uh, series which speaking of which you can find us on youtube uh at the twisted mug media network we have some cool stuff on there just like uh gaming videos i think um uh video essays and ryan did some criterion hauls uh logan and i made sloppy steaks it was a great time you can also find us on social media at twisted mug media on instagram tiktok and twitter and uh yeah that's that's pretty much where we're at vis-a-vis the network socials
1: connor here with another banger of a promotion. So (laughs) uh, if you want to follow me or uh, you like who I am and want to hear some of my music, I am everywhere under Ronoc and roll R O N O C N R O L L could have underscores, could not have underscores. I don't remember which one has which, uh, if you go to my Instagram, it is Connor Copley C O N O R C O P L E Y. And me and Brendan have our own gaming channel. Uh, music channel, gaming channel, fifty-fifty. Uh, even though right now it's hundred percent gaming, called Popsicle Meltdown Convention. Uh, if you check us out on TikTok or anything, it is Popsicle Meltdown Con. Um, that is about it for the stuff that uh, I ought to promote. Am I correct? Anything else? I think that's. It. Uh,
2: yeah, no. We're we're just on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Twisted Mug Media Network. So go check us out. Um, we'll be back next week with 65. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. My name's Ryan. I'm Brendan. And I'm still Connor. See you guys. This
0: has been the Cinema Talk Podcast. Ice cream, Connor. <laughs> uh, don't
1: don't tell me how to raise my
2: <laughs> child. <laughs> Fair um, also, it's
1: don't chocolate. talk to me or my son ever did again. You talk to Is... my son, me or my son Would it kill him? Yes, oh, it's oh my god, <laughs> Dutch, you fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> yes, it would kill him. It's chocolate.
1: Um, did we see what just happened?
0: He used yeah, his tail to great. knock your shit. <laughs>
1: no, it was his whole body.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't see that part. What was I saying? <laughs> do you need to reset, Connor? Do we need to hold while you do that?
2: I think he's gone. He's going. He's throwing the. I think he's throwing the. <laughs> Just
0: the ice cream coming into frame for a second. <laughs> That's good filmmaking. <laughs> Put this at the end of the episode. Um
1: I will. That I promise. Sucks. Good. <laughs> of all sucks. things to happen. Like why I was just trying to give him ice cream.
2: Uh, and he was like, No, fuck you. He oh knew.
1: shit. I don't know if you guys can hear me, but my mic has been in my pants. All right.
0: I can hear you. Yeah. I can I can hear you fine, yeah. Well you
1: can hear me through that, but I don't know if it's being picked up by my microphone.
0: Oh right, because you're recording on a separate